0: How's it going, everybody? Adrian here, and welcome back to The Gaming Observer for Thursday, June the 10th. Thank you so much for being here. Hey, folks, we got some video games to talk about, so let's jump right into it. Uh, The first thing that I want to give a highlight to is the recent reveal of Battlefield 2042, which is going to be the newest mainline entry of the game. And you don't really have to watch the trailer that they just put out. It's, uh, It's a cinematic only. But pretty much what it was, was like a montage of just really awesome moments. It's those things that you always wish that you can do in games like Battlefield, but ultimately you just end up seeing on social media or whatever from really talented players. Anyway, I can tell you more about the game. First of all, it's coming out on all consoles and PC on October 22nd. The maps are going to have 128 players. So obviously those maps are going to be quite large as they tend to be in these games, but even larger considering how many people... Uh, However, if you are playing on last generation consoles, Xbox One, PlayStation 4, then that's actually limited. You're only going to have 64 players per game, and the map sizes will be smaller. As you might have been able to figure out from the title, this game is set in the near future, and it kind of has like a post-apocalypse setting, uh, particularly when it comes to climate change. They've got a bunch of natural disasters set up, like lightning strikes and tornadoes and stuff like that. But all of the technology that you're fighting with, it has a futuristic vibe. And something really interesting about the game is that it is not going to have a single-player campaign. They are doing multiplayer only, no Battle Royale, just pure Battlefield multiplayer gameplay. This is what the design director said about it, quote, I think that's just something that enables us to really lean into what we are best at. You will still have a narrative-driven world. That's something that you will see through the eyes of the specialists that we're introducing, Uh, As we go through the live service and the seasons, we'll introduce new specialists, and you'll see how the world evolves through the eyes of the specialists that we have, end quote. And those specialists that he's referring to are a new type of playable character that have their own kind of unique traits and abilities, which complement the existing class system. Thanks to Eurogamer for those quotes, and I don't know, I think the game seems pretty interesting. I'm glad that they're focusing just on the thing that they think is going to be the best for the game. And I love this idea of having natural disasters involved. I think that's great for a game that has such massive maps, right? Anyway, that's Battlefield 2042. It's coming out in October. And of course, they're going to do a bunch of marketing until then. So if you're invested, feel free to follow along with them. It has just been confirmed that Overwatch is going to be adding crossplay for all platforms. So PC, Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo Switch, you're going to be able to party up with all your friends on there and play Overwatch together. No specific date, they just said soon. And to celebrate, they're also going to be giving away a golden loot box to everybody who boots the game up. So how does it work? This is how they explain it. By default, a party of console players will play with other console players. A party of PC players will play with PC players, as well as groups that consist of both PC and console players. End quote. So if you have a group of PC and console players, then you're never going to match up with a party of just console players, is basically what they're saying. They also indicate that this does not include competitive play. So if you're playing ranked, uh, you have to be either in the PC pool or in the console pool, because obviously there's a higher level of play on PC. They did also confirm that cross-progression is not going to be available, which is having you know all of your cosmetics on one account matching up with the cosmetics on another account. But they said that they're working on it, and it's going to come sometime in the future. If you want to get crossplay going, all you have to do is create a Battle.net account and, you know, link it up with your friends. And folks, that's pretty much the two major stories from today. There's two other things I'll mention here. One of them, uh, E3 is coming up, well, today, actually. The Summer Games Fest happens on Thursday, June the 10th. So it's going to be a massive weekend for news. I am going to maintain the schedule that I have. And I'm going to give you a full roundup of the most important news on Monday. Of course, it's going to be impossible for me to cover it all. So I'll do my best with the, with the most important stuff. It's actually been pretty interesting watching the lead up to E3 because it seems like publishers are doing more preemptive messaging of no, this game is not going to be at E3 rather than saying what is going to be at E3 because people have these expectations of what's going to be there. So follow best practices and don't get your hopes up too high. and I just hope you have a good time. Also, for you PC players, uh, GOG.com is doing a massive sale right now. So if you want to check that out, GOG.com, they've got some pretty good deals. That's all for me today, folks. Thanks so much for tuning in. Also, a huge thank you to Killian for leaving me a five-star review. Helps out a ton. And I'll be back with the news tomorrow, as always. So until next time, happy gaming, everyone. Hey, it's the TGO After Show. Hello and welcome. Hey, you know, I've never played Battlefield, and that's really fascinating for me because I played a lot of Call of Duty when I was a kid. And by a kid, I mean teenager. Uh, I played Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 through to Black Ops 2. Pretty consistently, like hundreds of hours in those games. It was the only thing I played. And around that time, what came out? It was Battlefield 3. I think that was the big one. Let me see here. We're doing a classic After Show Google. So Battlefield 3 came out in 2011, and that was the same year as Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. Now, Modern Warfare 3 not really well received when it came out, if I recall correctly. The fan base was quite upset about it. I don't know how it's received, you know, historically, but I remember playing it and being like, "I don't like this one." And Battlefield 3, I mean, that was a that was a pretty big game. Definitely brought the series to the forefront and just a few years later was Battlefield 4, and I totally forgot about it. Anyway, Yeah, so I haven't played a Battlefield game ever. If this game were to ever come to Game Pass, actually, I think the most recent Battlefield is on Game Pass, so maybe I should give it a try. But if this new one is going to come to Game Pass, I'm definitely going to check it out because I love this concept of a giant map with hundreds of people fighting each other. That's pretty dope. I mean, I'm going to be trash at it, right? Like, I'm not going to be any good. That's the way I am with any competitive multiplayer game. But the concept, I'm down with the concept. You know, I got some mileage out of apex legends even though i never won a game once i think battle royales are a little different for me though because you know once you die then that's it you're done you have to start from the beginning again whereas in the multiplayer games when you die you just come right back and that makes it a little bit more manageable for me i remember being very good at call of duty in in my teen years Uh, i don't know if I, i would have quite the reflexes for it even at i know i'm only 23 but you know there's a reason why all the competitive players are super young right I look at what they do in Fortnite with all that building and I'm like, my brain can't even keep up. Like, how do they do that? And especially like I haven't played, I mean, I played Apex Legends on PC, but I haven't played Call of Duty on PC. And I think that's a whole different ball game. I was good on a controller. And I think to be good on controller is, you know, it takes less time to get that as it does to be on a PC. Anyway, all of this to say, you know, if I can get my hands on Battlefield without having to shell out 80 Canadian dollars for it, then no problem. I'll play it. Oh, and then Overwatch with crossplay. Um I'm I'm amazed that the game didn't already have crossplay to be honest. There was a certain point where it was like every game coming out was having crossplay that it wasn't even an interesting thing anymore to talk about on the show. But it's clearly like a really good business move. For a long time crossplay was one of the main reasons I was able to reconnect with Jordan. You know, I was playing on PC, he was on console, and then he got his own PC, so that was fine, but Anyway, I think it's such like a simple feature to implement. I, I mean, I don't mean the technical side of things. Obviously, I don't know that process, but I have to imagine the ROI on that is pretty good. And then what was the last? thing? Oh, yeah, the I mean, E3 is E3 is E3. We'll deal with that tomorrow. But we have um the GOG Summer Sale. They got some decent prices on here. I think I might actually end up buying Dying Light, the enhanced edition, because, once again, Jordan and I, uh, actually today, we're going to be playing Wolfenstein Youngblood, the co-op shooter, and in preparation for that, I remembered Dying Light being co-op, and I was like, oh yeah, I always wanted to play this game, but since it's co-op, I may as well convince him to buy it, and uh, we'll play it together, so. Anyway, that's on sale for like 20 Canadian dollars, all of that content, that's tremendous. I mean, just some fantastic games here that are super, super on sale, so. Again, if you're on PC, definitely give this a look. It's also pretty funny though, you know, like every time a game goes away for free, I'll I'll talk about it on the show because, you know, I I know not everybody has disposable income to spend on video games and there are some major, major games that go for free and that's amazing. So it's funny that I look at the GOG sale now and I'm like, oh yeah, most of these have been free at some point. If you just pay attention to the subreddits that, you know, keep track of this stuff. It really desensitizes you, especially with the Game Pass. Anyway, okay, I've uh, I've talked enough. I'm sending love to you all. I hope you're loving the video games that you're playing, or the books that you're reading, or the show that you're watching. We'll talk about the Summer Games Fest tomorrow. I'll see you then.